Busy people and lots of yellies, Worcester hipsters and fat up townies. We have more than pizza in common, with two rocks for bookends. New Haven, New Haven, New Haven, between two rocks. Welcome back to the Teen Two Rocks podcast. Uh, this is Josh Levinson. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode 19. I can't believe we've made it. Uh, thank you so much. We have a very special episode in part because my usual co-host Colin Ryan is uh, out celebrating Father's Day, like the maniacal father he is. Uh, so happy Father's Day, Colin. And the co-host I got to replace uh, was too busy giving somebody a ride to JFK. So I'm flying solo today, but luckily I have a ton of guests who have made up for the lack of co-hosts, which is very exciting. Uh, so this week we have the... I actually meant to promote something, but I'll do it at the end, so it's fine. Uh, this week we have the Masked Maniacs with an X, and there are like four of them. Uh, so I'm severely outnumbered, but I think they seem really nice, even though they're wearing a lot of black. Uh, so they are Sabir, uh, Phil, is that right? Yep. And Mark? Yep. And Anonymous. I don't want to blow up Anonymous's name. You know, he wished to remain. And they are the masked maniacs. You've probably seen them around town wearing lots of black, wearing masks, blasting cool beats as they ride bikes around the city and uh, protect us from terrible, terrible drivers. Um, so, yeah, welcome, guys. Welcome, Sabir. Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah. Phil, hello. Good to be here. Yeah, Mark. Thank you. Yeah, hello. Anonymous, you're going to, I don't say that for now. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys so much for being here. I feel like most people will have recognized you by now. Uh, I see you've like grown as a gang. Like this is yeah. It, did, it used to be just you, right, Samir? Mm-hmm. And then we kind of tacked on one for every year we've been around. Okay. Yeah. Is that your ideal growth scenario? One per year? Um, it was. Now I feel like we need to do much more. Okay. I mean, stuff is getting crazier. Yeah. What do you mean stuff is getting crazier? Um, I know Lasso. We've been this year. We've emphasized specifically on traffic patrol and cop watch this year. Okay. Given all of the rise in videotape police brutality yeah. now hitting our doorstep in new haven again yeah. um and just the different pedestrians and cyclist accidents we had we've had we had a 10 year old get hit on hit and run in the in the hill on wednesday and then we had a 17 year old get hit in the hill again on uh was it friday um so this stuff is like still happening we had we have uh motorcycles and dirt bikes Burning through red lights, hitting cars. Yeah, Yale students getting hit on Chapel and uh, not Chapel High, um, Elman, um, High Street. So it's like you know. I was gonna ask what your opinion is on the whole dirt bike situation because I had somebody write an article recently, which was ended up being highly inflammatory because there's been a lot of different strong opinions about this kind of thing, you know. And so, so I was curious what you th- you know what you think. My position on dirt bike is very similar with my position on cycling, particularly on the sidewalk and kids cycling in groups in the street, which has been. New Haven lacks the proper, um, or not even just New Haven, Connecticut lacks the proper um, recreational resources for dirt bikes and for bicycles. Mm-hmm. Edgewood Park is not enough. If you took all the kids that have bikes in New Haven, half of them couldn't even fit in Edgewood Park at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. So you really, I understand people are concerned about how they go about using their vehicles in the street, which is fair. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can't blame them because you're not providing them an outlet. And it's not just a city issue. This is kind of a state issue. Yeah. And from state to state, especially in smaller states like Connecticut, I'm pretty sure this is also an issue. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the problem with the dirt bikes. I just, they're so loud, you know. 
just trying to watch Netflix over here. You know, <laughs> if you could just throw a muffler on that thing, I would really not care what you did. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's been, it's been pretty interesting. Uh, just there's a lot of kind of back and forth. And, you know, I it's, the guy who wrote the article is like an older white guy. And people are like, oh, you know, you went in a neighborhood and filmed people. It was, it was wild. So if you ever want to see a flame war, by all means, check out my Facebook wall because I, you know, <laughs> regularly start conversations that end in 150 comment flame wars. <laughs> so... Uh, that's pretty good. That's cool. Um, so you, th- how long have you been doing this? Five years. Five years. Two thousand July first, two thousand and ooh, I got hit by a car in two thousand fourteen. So yeah. Okay, that's so that's what inspired this whole thing, or well, I kind of was doing it before. I was. It was just an entertainment thing, and then it turned into a traffic patrol and cop watch thing because I did. I started doing it as entertainment. And then even doing it as entertainment, I got pulled over by the police a lot for no reason. No 911 calls triggered it. Sometimes I got really inflammatory 911 calls just for, like, playing music. It was stuff like, oh, my God, he has a gun. It's a bike lock. Oh, my God, he has a bomb in his back. I literally have bike tools in my bag just in case my bike breaks down. Um, So it was, like, different things like that triggered sort of the direction that the yeah but uh, i mean you're went. a black man with bike tools in a way isn't this your but fault? you don't know or, that yet that's yeah. the thing with, with, the, with, the, with the gear we have you. and that was <laughs> one of the interesting things that i noticed immediately when i first started was um cops pulled me over like i was white because they didn't know that i wasn't that i was black yeah because you all the body armor at night as far as you know i could be i could be put in um what you call it uh I could be putting makeup on my face like Batman over my eyes so you don't know that I'm white. Mm, yeah. Um, but when when cops pulled me over, they gave me the very generic, hi, my name is Officer So-and-so. Yeah. Uh, I'm pulling you over for X, Y, Z reason. Is it okay if I search you? Yeah. That was like the initial that I was getting. But if I'm like riding around, I got the body armor on, took my helmet off, took my mask off. Mm-hmm. Um, now you're oh, I, just being a regular old oh, black yeah. Oh, yeah. American. Or if they know who I am already because they know because they know my dad's a police officer. So yeah. by, by association, they know I'm black. Oh, yeah, I, I, I still get the heat. Interesting. So, yeah. And when they find out your last name. Yeah, that's that's usually what does it. That usually what does it. But right, because your dad is a police officer. Is was. he retired? Was he, he retired? He retired. Okay. And he wrote a whole book year. about um, how black men in America should deal with the police. Mm-hmm. Do you would do you agree with that? Do you feel? I agree and disagree with it. Uh, I'm I'm really big on civil disobedience. Yeah. Um, in some regards. Yeah, it so, seems that seems right because it's like to some extent it's like yeah you want to basically like reduce the possible harm that will cause to yourself but also right. why should you fucking have to right? right like it just sucks that you have to like bend over backwards especially in your hometown or any or any town in which you that's where your nine to five is yeah like ultimately you should not be trying to follow some you should not be having to have to follow a book to stay alive when dealing with police in the town you live in or in the city that yeah, you work Yeah, especially in a diverse place day. like New Haven. Like, you yeah. would think people would be used to, like, seeing people of color. Like, it's not like, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not to, like, give fucking Milford a pass, but, you know, like, I, I expect a little more racism out of them, I guess. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, whoa, there's a black kid riding a bike. Uh, we should call a cop. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I don't know. In, yeah. in New Haven, it just seems crazy that, you know, mm-hmm. we still run into these problems. So. It's really sad. Yeah, absolutely. Um so is it like weird? Because I know one of the things you've been kind of focused on is, you know, police brutality mm-hmm. and kind of like watching police. And certainly like, I mean, with the whole situation in Hamden that happened recently, mm-hmm. you know, um, police like killed an unarmed person and. Uh, they like, didn't kill it, him. They shot. They didn't. Shot they, him. Sorry. Sorry. They, they didn't kill. Thank God. Thank God. Right. So that was Weathersfield. OK, so. <laughs> 
like is it hard though like knowing because your dad's a cop so like you know i know like cop families sometimes are like really tight and it's like it's it's got to be a weird position for you to be like critical of the police but also like come from kind of a you know what i mean well i've always held the position of um i think the police department system is broken first mm-hmm. and foremost so but i've always respected individuals who just so happen to be police officers yeah. not just because you're a police officer you get my respect by default um, if I know you as a person, you got a, you're, you're a good person with good moral standing, that you have a lot of respect for the community, and then you're also a police officer, and that's the way you make your make your living and also make your difference. I yeah. respect you for that because usually those officers are not the bad apples. Right. Um, as far as the department in general, they got a lot of work they have to do mm-hmm. um, to get to where they need to be. So that those conversations aren't as hard as you think. I mean, everybody. Uh, I like to think that in my family, everybody's to an extent entitled to their own opinion. Until like, is your dad ever like took you inside? Be like, dude, come on, man, come on, Sabir. I mean, he's been trying Did to get me to be easy? a cop for the longest. time. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> we don't do. Well, we we don't get paid to do this. Yeah. We 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 patrol. I this think, isn't a high paying gig. Being a mass maniacs. Well, we have day jobs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But um, it's very emotionally rewarding. You we love on that this. mic a little bit. Yeah. I thought um, we love doing this. It's very emotionally rewarding, mm-hmm. and the fact that we're making a difference, the fact that um, we're inspiring people, and the fact that you know we're getting opportunities like this to really make yeah. our voices heard, um, that's honestly payment enough. So how how did so Phil and Mark? How did you get involved? Like, how do you get recruited into this vigilante gang? <laughs> I know I probably shouldn't call you that because you're not actually you know. Uh, technically, we're a bike gang. We are a gang. <laughs> we're a gang of people on bikes. Bike gang. Nice. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be careful. Kind of got matching. Though. Got matching colors. Yeah. You know? um, we just need a. We just need a leather jacket with matching insignias uh, yeah. on it. Anyway. Yeah. But um, Sabir and I, um, we go pretty far back. Um, first, we worked for the same uh, not for profit. Okay. Um, back in high school. Um, that's how we met. Sabir's been an activist for most of his life since he was. Uh, 12 I think uh, yeah just wow. about 12 and um, similarly I've been um, into activism since I started high school um, when I was 13 um, so Sabiro and I have had similar goals um, so you guys the, are way like more inspiring I was just really into like uh, pot and <laughs> I like bush light was kind of my thing in high school I mean, Sabir would be into that too but he has asthma yeah, believe it or not. <laughs> also, I grew up in like a small town, so there's just like wasn't like it, there was no obvious way to get involved. Like the only thing mm. going around was like the Rotary Club to like mm. I don't know raise funds for whatever stupid thing they were working on. So, but, I but mean, anyway, sorry, go on. Yeah, no worries. Um, so the way I got into Mass Maniacs was um through a mutual friend who introduced us, basically, um, mm-hmm. who also worked for that organization. So we became uh, what was your organization? Do you mind? You? Um, it was called it's called uh, Teach Our Children and Youth Unleashed. So okay. it was for um education reform. Unleashed. That sounds dangerous. Should but, we um, keep them on leashes? Well, or? Unleashed. <laughs> capital E D at the end capital for education. Capital E D for Ed. Clever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. that is clever. But um, not bad. Yeah. So um, Sabir and I have always been pretty active in that way. But um, we became friends through a mutual friend. Um, and uh, then I was going through a rough part of my life, and uh, I really learned about Sabir's character because I learned to ride a bike at 18. Okay. So um, I um, just become newly homeless, uh, November of 2015. Um, and Sabir got word of it and he said, no, you're not sleeping outside. Here's a bike you could borrow. We're biking to my place. You don't know how to ride a bike. I'll teach you on along on the way. Wow. So, um, that's how I learned to ride a bike, uh, trial by fire. I think it was about like four miles to his apartment there. But, okay. um, 
Uh, he said, just kick, push, don't be embarrassed. And um, after learning how to ride a bike, um, I picked up pretty quick. I like learning things. Yeah, um, it's like riding a bike. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it comes back like riding a bike. <laughs> it's a bad like, I can see myself. It's like I do that on stage sometimes. I'm like, I can see I'm saying something stupid, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah, so basically either uh, die or make your way to my apartment. Good luck. Yeah, no. that's fair. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I feel like homelessness is an immediate death, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, hit a, I hit a telephone pole in a way. Um, really? Yes, but um, I didn't want to hit my pretty face, so I turned that way and hit my sternum. Nice. Uh, you do have a very nice face. Oh. I, mean, I don't know. Are you single? Look who's talking. I don't know. Hey, all right. <laughs> Look who's talking. But um, <laughs> yeah, so after um, staying with him for a little while um, and doing some similar, I guess, quote unquote, vigilante work at my own college mm-hmm. campus at Central Connecticut okay. State University, which nice. is very dangerous. Um, I severe. did hear Central. I make it sound like prison, but yeah, uh, right. <laughs> I mean, New Britain is sort of a prison. For Hard hitting New Britain. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, right by Homicide Hey, Hartford. man, you can't be you can't beat the rent up there, in New Britain. True, you know, people that is like very to talk true. shit, but uh, I mean, I had a huge apartment for a very reasonable price. <laughs> so yeah, you know. But um, eventually, um, Sabir recruited me into um, his uh, own company. So um, mm-hmm. we're having like a real Tony Stark here. He had his own company. Mm-hmm. Um, he had his own, um, you know, superhero group, I guess. And yeah. uh, he's doing. He does a lot, man. I'm surprised he even can stand but uh yeah after working with him for a little bit he brought me into the mass maniacs um donned me a suit and we rode out together so is there um, like initiation like did you have to do any you know Nah, because sort of reverse gang <laughs> initiation. Nah, you know, nah. Where you just to stop a driver from hitting somebody. Because or really, because really, when you're out there, you kind of forget that you're wearing the armor. You remember the mask, of course, but you forget yeah. that you're wearing the armor because it's all about the community. It's all about. And the, the the moment I realized, you know, what I was doing is when I was flying down Dixwell Avenue um, on my way to a meeting. I was supposed to meet Sabira in the armor and the mask. Mm-hmm. And um, this little boy um, who was black, um, he just marveled at me. And, like, the look in his eye was unforgettable. And that's when I realized, you know, the black armor and the mask, you know, that usually, you know, people would be scared about that initially, yeah. right? But the goal is to show that the color black isn't just the absence of light or something scary. Yeah. It's, a co- it's the combination of every vivid color you can imagine put into one. It's to show that black could be the hero's color, too. Wow. Not just Batman. It's very inspiring. And yeah. Black Panther. I don't know if you And Black heard. Panther. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Wakanda forever. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's how I joined back in 2016. So I've been with this for uh, almost three years now. All right. How about you, Phil? Um, it's, it's my story is not so glamorous, but I've been glamorous. Ah, <laughs> uh, the glitz and yes. glamour of Mark was sudden homelessness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's waxing poetic over here, but <laughs> I think you know. Well, really I think it's interesting because I mean, if people may want to get involved and they might want to understand like the different paths, and not not every story has to be the same. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, I've been doing this for like almost two years, mm-hmm. so I just had um, I got my first bike. It was laying on the ground for a couple of days, so I took it. Um. I'm confused by what that means. You, you just found laying, a bike. I just found a bike. You, you found know, a I bike. Yeah. stole a bike. Is what <laughs> I, I, mean, I'm here. Yes, I stole a bike. But you no, know, he it's found a sword and a stone. It's an <laughs> East Rock <laughs> bike. So the East Rock bikes, they lay on the ground for a couple of days and then you take them. Yeah. Um, it's like you found a sword and a like stone. It's like a reverse you know? five minute roll type situation. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I got you. I've got three bikes doing that. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah, two you of them just steal bikes. That's uh, really what's going on. So this really is a bike gang. I got it. Interesting. No, two of them had notes on them saying, you know, you can take it if you want to oh. the other one was there for a few days um so i got my first bike i was riding it around um i would always see sabir i didn't really know what he was i honestly couldn't tell because he just flies by he has the really loud music playing mm-hmm. um 
he had he used to have this gray boombox that I thought was a gun case for a while. Wow, <laughs> like real wow. full story. So that's full more circle. than nine one one call. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did you call the cops on Sabir specifically? Would you say uh, one, two? I don't know, man. Uh, more than five. <laughs> count, man. Wow. Um, Speed dial. You always hit nine one, and then you write out and like, all right, let's see if I see him. <laughs> but I, I would always see him around, and I really wanted to know who it was, so I would Google. Mask Man, New Haven, Mask Guy, New Haven, Frankenstein, Mask, New Haven. I had no idea. Frankenstein's monster, actually. <laughs> that's like yeah, more of like yeah. a Mike Meyer. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's a drunk people search engine optimization. That's what that is. <laughs> All right. How, yeah. How do you SEO for that? What I think about that is that's that's when we ride around downtown mm-hmm. and people who are drunk see us. Yeah. And oh, then they go home and they wake up and be like, I, I saw that thing last night. I don't know what it is. And they Google it and then we pop up. Like, oh, I did see that nice yeah <laughs> anyway uh, i hit sabir up on facebook finally uh, i asked please can you teach me how to do the thing where you you know oh, why and then <laughs> he brought me to his office do, wait what thing did you want to know how to do know, Hold I, I didn't really know like, what, what he was i don't know what he's doing you just knew you wanted to be involved whatever yes. it was yes yeah I had, I had absolutely no idea what he's doing yeah. i just see him going down the street um, so he invited me to the office we had pizza and played xbox games and then he said i'll teach you next time so I came this over next like time. This sounds like a pretty fun gang initiation. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> More gang initiation should involve Xbox. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Just would really, we need less bloodshed and more. I mean, virtual video. Bloodshed. Yeah, absolutely. If you really <laughs> want to get into it, Mortal Kombat style, I think it's fine. You know, Call of Duty is Call of Duty. <laughs> it's our go-to game. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yes, it is. And yet here you are out fighting the good fight, and so violence and yeah. video games uh. causes you know activism. It turns out, so. Oh. <laughs> so that's how you got involved. What about what about you, anonymous? Do you want to share a story, or do you want to keep it to yourself? Unless you want me to share it for you. Okay, so um, what happened was I was um, Be I careful not to use his name, you know. I, don't I know. had finished. I was when I finished. I was at UConn for a year, well, three semesters. Um, and I came home because money ran out, like most people my age. Um, and I ended up um, before I left. I was actually teaching. I started an after-school program in high school. I continued. To, I continued teaching it when I got back from um, college. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was teaching at um, Wilson Library over in the Hill. Um, one day when I left, because this is when I first started wearing the mask. One day when I left. Um, I saw not. Were you wearing the mask while you were teaching? Yeah. So uh, the funny thing, <laughs> the idea of the I mask. I see how people will be a little put off by that. One, like, one, one, right. one of the ideas of the mask, actually initially before it actually became a thing, it was a part of a photo shoot with the after school program because I was teaching photography and art. Um, and I was teaching them how to use like Photoshop and things like mm-hmm. that and how to manipulate pictures. Um, and one of the projects we did was they wanted to do like job walkie. So we ordered job walkie masks. We bought the boom box and we're like, okay. We're going to go downtown and film, get some guys that do parkour, have yeah. no wear masks, flip out, videotape people's reaction, videotape what they're doing, and pick pictures. How old are these kids? They had to be like 15, 16. Okay, so right. They'd be yeah. more into like, because I'm like imagining a bunch of like younger kids. I'm like, this is weird. Like yeah. parkour. Yeah. Like I'm just like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. I guess they're teenagers. That makes more sense. But yeah, I was leaving. I was leaving Wilson. And I was like, I was like, why is there a guy riding around? with the same mask as me. He was just lapping in the hill, and I'm just like, I'm going to chase him down. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. Chase them down. I would have had the total opposite reaction. Like, (laughs) oh, there's a guy in a mask riding around. I'm going to flee as quickly as he wants. Well, I had my own, too, so I'm just like. Yeah, Yeah, you can't really judge. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I'm going to chase him down. And then eventually, you know, we started riding together, and then eventually he joined. 
So he basically just joined by getting a mask. Be like, yeah, I'm I'm in the gang. You might not know it yet, but uh, <laughs> I'm pretty much in. Like I can do what you do. I, I will I will say how everybody starts. Mm-hmm. You can tell by um, how everybody rides. So like. Some of us will race more than others. <laughs> okay. okay. We'll race each other. And Anonymous it. is fast. Yes. Believe me. Okay. Yeah, last okay. night, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has experience in, dr- in, in riding his bike in New York. Okay. That's yeah. something that I lack. That's trial by fire. <laughs> okay. Yeah, New no, York. they don't mess around over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, premium rush. You got to deal with the taxis, et cetera. <laughs> so, uh, do you, like, so you all got, like, this body armor. Do you have mm-hmm. to, like, buy your own body armor to join the gang? Like, how does that work? We used to, well, when we first started, I kind of was buying all of it, and then everybody yeah. was, like, it's like Mark did his own thing mm-hmm. where he was doing stuff outside of Mass Makes before he joined, so we already had some armor on hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then recently, um, we started to get more organized and start to sort of create a fund for the organization so that we can okay. be able to just get our own stuff, keep up with bikes and everything. And Yeah. You actually develop yeah. it at a certain age. It just kind of grows in, you know. The armor? Yeah. yeah. You, you it's get, like an exoskeleton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean the other big thing is too. Like I lo- lo- like uh, Mark brought it up. It's it's literally not an exaggeration. Like we we try to network our resources that we have to make the organization run. So between the marketing company that I run, it helps get the word out about Mass Maniacs. It helps allow us to cover as much ground as we have. Getting interviewed by uh, TV stations in Germany, interviewed by the New York Post. Um, it goes a long way that way. We're starting, um, Anonymous and I are starting a mobile bike shop soon um, called Bicycle Recyclist LLC. And for a second when you said Anonymous, I was like, wait, 4chan Anonymous? I was like, oh, no, 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 the guy uh, no. here. I was so, like, oh, boy, don't get involved with those guys. Yeah, don't like, give that away, Sabir. So, yeah. so, so we'll be starting. <laughs> so they're a real mixed bag. <laughs> so oh, we'll yeah. be starting a bike shop that's very similar to a AAA service for a lot of cyclists during the um, on season for cycling. Oh, cool. So, like, if you have a flat, just lock your bike up, give us a buzz, and we yeah. show up and fix the flat and drop the bike off to your house. Nice. Um, I usually, I got a flat in West Haven, and I just ended up taking the bus home, so. I do appreciate those nice racks on the front. That was nice. Yeah, but sometimes those are full because biking in New Haven is getting popular. Yep. Yeah, that's true. It's getting very popular, especially as the the bus fares go up. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you know, the bus is still not that popular, so I get the so yeah. look at those two racks in the front, you know. Yeah. It's not yeah. too bad. They need more than two. Yeah. I agree, but I don't know logistically how that's gonna work. So yeah. do the suits get smelly? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's a thing. Uh, we're, Phil, we're working come on here. Let me check. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're working on optimizing that. That's like a we, we don't have a cooling system yet. For yeah, that, I was gonna so. say like it's gotten to be. Like, that was pretty I mean, humid, you know. You got you got pretty used to it. I mean, we used to we would mainly do this during the summer when it's like hot out, like yeah. eighty degrees, yeah. and you actually it's it, it becomes conditioning, like training yeah. with weighted vests or um, training with weights. You get pretty conditioned to it, and um, you get used to higher and higher temperatures. So it's really, uh, I mean, yeah, we do end up uh, sweating if we go like too long, but we're out there like an hour or two plus. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you don't sweat that often after a while. Like you, yeah. you get pretty used to it. So it's not too smelly. Not. I speak for yourself. I sweat mm-hmm. so much. Anyway. We've, <laughs> also, we've, we've also recently established, because we're taking into account um, global warming and climate change, mm-hmm. we've also recently established a uh, sort of temperature cap um for our, when for we're going to be operating so when, yeah. we, when we bike it'll be between within when it even we're not we're counting in f- feels like too because you have to take into the windshield all the stuff downtown yeah, on a bike but when it feels like negative below negative 10 or above 
95 degrees, our operations are going to start switching. Well, to it was a pretty wide range. Being <laughs> yeah. on foot. That's virtually all. Well, because 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 <laughs> it's, it's only two particular seasons that we have to worry about. Yeah. The summertime when it hits like 110 or it feels like 130, and then the wintertime when it can potentially feel like negative 20, and they have to open up all the schools mm-hmm. as warming shelters. Yeah. Yeah, this winter was the first winter where I was like, all right, I'm going to try to ride, because I commute via bike, and I was like, all right, I'm going to try to ride in winter, and uh, I mean, you, I can definitely wear enough stuff yeah. to make it doable, but it, it can get pretty brutal. Like, yeah. on a bike, it get, it's like 10 degrees colder, at least, you know? Well, like, it's, it is, that's also very very dangerous. I mean, I also, yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't mess with, like, if it's snowing or any ice, I don't I don't mess with that. Well, like, you really got to take into bus. account the cars, too, because if you have to yeah. people testing out their snow tires on the first snowfall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah drivers so all right here's an interesting thing so how do you deal with drivers like i know part of your mission is to sort of hold drivers accountable or to kind of like how do you confront drivers because i see drivers who shit all the time and i'm like Mm. how how like i get drivers just yell at me and i'm like what did i do just like just existing on the road on a bike and they're just like get out of the way i'm like dude calm down like yeah because biking on the sidewalk is quote-unquote illegal illegal. and And then if, so I mean, it's not quote unquote. It, it's actually it illegal, is illegal. Yeah. but it's I also mean, dangerous. Like it's you know. Yeah. It's but are not. you gonna basically what a lot of people chance is? Am I going to um, chance my life biking on the road legally with cars trying to kill me, yeah. or am I gonna risk a little bit of legality, which isn't really enforced on the sidewalk, and maybe bump into pedestrian, yeah. flip over, but I'm not gonna die, and they're yeah. not gonna die. So it's a it's a really tough, and a lot of the streets aren't really optimized. For biking, and especially with the lack of management of potholes, I would say very few really bikes. Are, yeah. Well, I mean, the other big, the, the other big deal is too the the change in law and the lack of knowledge of the law mm-hmm. change, and just people, the us as a society picking and choosing what laws we're going to enforce and which ones we're not. So let's mm-hmm. look at let's look at them people biking on the sidewalk. Biking on the sidewalk is illegal in the city of New Haven, mm-hmm. but also biking in the street is legal in the entire state of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. People don't know either one. Yeah. yeah, and some people know one and not the other, which creates a total crazy level of confusion so like Mm -hmm. people will say oh go to um street you only belong inside of the bike lane but you're literally parking in the bike lane which you're not supposed to do right Uh, people stop in the bike lane all the time also how am i supposed to take a left turn like i gotta go up whitney ave like that's a nightmare (laughs) like uh, what do you do when there's no bike lane pretend there's no bike lane there like it's it, it, it's very it's very how do you how do you confront like a driver it depends on what it is yeah it depends on what it is. Like, do you have like a um, like a sort of an outline for how like I mean, is there some sort of training that everybody like goes through? Or we're like working. We're working on one. Um, we recently actually. So we, what we found out very interestingly with uh, the New York Post was we found out um, that there aren't more mass maniacs per se around the world, but we also we found out that there are other people that do similar work to the mass maniacs yeah. that have been established in groups back as far as the 1970s. Yeah. Um, they're part of a larger movement called the Real Life Superhero Initiative. Okay. Um, and then there's a smaller faction of them that we sort of work with to sort of create protocols like what you're talking about now called the Justice Alliance Initiative, which is based up and down the East Coast and in the UK. Um, they sort of give us some direction on how to deal with sort of the foot being on the ground. But when it comes to like pulling over cars, we kind of developed our own stuff. So some of the things that we do is let's say our personal favorite 
people going the wrong way up one-way streets. Mm-hmm. People going down high street, taking that left on the church uh, on the chapel when there's no. I mean that right on the chapel when there's no right. Yeah. Um, people coming down college from uh, Prospect and them taking that right up Elm Street when there is no right up Elm Street. Yeah. Um, usually, our protocol for that has been the past um, to sort of cut the street, like shut the street down for mm-hmm. and let the car do their U-turn, so that that way there is um, no possible way of collision or the car is not able to go up the street against traffic. That's yeah. But of course, you know, like a, a lot of a lot of our protocols with dealing with situations like that, especially going against traffic, is that we literally have to throw ourselves as, as human shields and we're just like, okay, we're going to do this yeah. and let's just hope. <laughs> Hence the armor. Yeah, I was, like, I, was, I was gonna say, is that the body armor's for? I mean, that's not really going to help that much. But I mean, it, it's not going to help that much, but the but also the body helps. armor helps on a visual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, we, visually, when, when cars see us, it's yeah. something different. It's one of those. It's a psychological pattern. Makes people if like, I hit you, you're going to get back up. Oh, let me not yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be wow. awake enough to sue. <laughs> I yeah. suddenly feel like a target, you know, like oh, I'm just riding around with regular shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. I mean, most people are in shock, which help. Well, it helps. Yeah. It, it, it helps. Sometimes it hurts, but usually it helps. It hurts sometimes because sometimes like even when I confront people, like I tell them the mask is a protection ultimately for me mm-hmm. from road rash on my face or yeah. if I get a facial injury it's not to protect my identity my name's out there yeah. yeah so if I confront a driver my pulling my mask up is equivalent to you rolling your window down so well, you won't roll your window down because I have my mask up I take my mask up and we have a conversation don't do this don't do this you almost hit me you almost hit this person yeah you almost hit this pole turn your lights on I just look people off that's my move I mean <laughs> yeah. that like somebody like that, when I first started, like, I'm yeah. not gonna lie, I was guilty of that. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I think somebody we all just are. hit me, and then I'm, they're like, oh, I'm like, dude, use a signal. Like, yeah. if you're gonna turn, use like, I don't. It's like it's right there behind the steering wheel. Just yeah, just uh, boy, I know, man. Worst. I don't know if anybody's seen. They took out a sign over on College and Crown last night. Ooh, what it say? Over by um the the uh, what you call it? That restaurant on the corner of College and Crown. I, f- I think it was one of those stop at red signs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, they knocked it right out of the ground. Oh, really? Yeah, because the new law, of course, is just run through the red light. That's the new law is mm-hmm. if you have seven beers, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the rule, of course. Everybody knows that. It was Saturday night, so that's fair. Yeah. Um, so, how, sorry, so you're about policing cars. Bicyclists? I mean, do you ever like yellow bicyclists for going the wrong way down the road? Or? No, we just close line them. I mean, nice. I mean, uh, cyclists is a little different story um, because even though they're like state law says, okay, you have to follow by all automobile laws when you're on a bicycle on the road. Um, we so do you really wait for red lights? Let's be honest here. No. Anonymous is going, yeah, maybe. Not either. always. It's just wild. Not like, always. Like, if there's nobody coming, I'm like, I, I feel like, and I know cars get mad at me for blowing red lights, but I'm also like, wouldn't you rather I'm not in the way and slowing you down? Well, it's one of those you things I mean? where cy- cyclists, yeah. is, I feel like it's a little different because the amount of damage a cyclist crashing could do in a parents door crashing car is different. Yeah. yeah. For one. Um, for two, people are more careful on bikes. Yeah. So even though right. peop- there are a lot of people that do or cycle that do go through red lights. Mm hmm. One, they're mindful of which red lights they go through. Right. And most people who are on, on bikes don't go through red lights. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't go, like, you don't burn through the red light on, um, what's that street? Um, Elm and York. That's just stupid. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you, unless you just want to die, that, that's up to you. But you, yeah. you just don't, <laughs> you, you just don't do that. Streak. Now, yeah. if you're coming, now, if you're coming down York and you want to bank ride on Elm, a little different. There's a bike lane right there on that right. Yeah. Sure. But um, everybody, everybody knows what they're doing. 
Okay. Um, so. But w- well, usually with cyclists, it's I usually, you know, escort other cyclists that are riding. Like, if, if a cyclist is riding on the right side of the right lane, first of all, I'm going to be honest. That is an urban legend. Oh, my God. You should ride on the right side of the right lane. It's the safest thing to do. That's yeah. literally how I got hit. I but got, then how do you make a left turn like you mentioned earlier? Right. Yeah, no. Yeah. Every day that I ride back, I basically I go up Howe Street and then I take a left on an Elm. Well, that's where I so got hit. As soon as I go oh, on to Howe, I get on the world. left. I get on the left side. Like, I'm, cause I'm like, I'm on, I would rather just ride to the left and take a left from the left yeah. than try to cross two lanes of Howe during rush hour. Right. Like, those, you know. Yeah, that's where he got hit. Yeah. How, really? How, I, Small I got, world, huh? I, 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 got, yeah. I got dragged from a moon's to uh, Pete's house. Damn. My foot Dragged. got caught between the, uh, well, th- this is the only way I could set it up. Have you seen Star Wars Episode One? Yeah. Okay. Remember <laughs> remember when Annika and Sebulba's pod racer get locked up? Yeah, yeah, my foot, My foot was on the pedal. Mm-hmm. It got caught between the space of the top of the front tire and the body of the car. Uh. And I was like locked in trying to miss all the parked cars until I got to the end and bailed off. Were you like any permanent injury or? I ended up getting a compound fracture to my left leg. I had a, my, my left leg was fractured eight ways in the same spot. Nice. Yeah. So is it all right now? Like everything's you... not. I bike to my follow-up. Okay. The that's week later. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. It's kind of a, it's a different kind of street cred. <laughs> so what else? Like yeah. you, you about policing. You're also like policing the police. Yeah. You know? So yeah, how, how the, do you do that? A lot of the um, repeat offenders we've had of, as of late, like right there on uh, high or high street. High, high and high Elm. Street. Yeah. High, high and Elm. Elm. High streets are Parking in that spot. bike line. Oh, picking, yeah. Parking in the bike lane, just doing oh, certain yeah. nonsense I mean, around. Yale gives no shits. Like every yeah. time I use that lane, there's just like well, five Yale facility vehicles parked right in that bike lane. We're talking about a different bike lane. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. right. The high street bike lane. Yeah, the count, the contour. So what happens is, so we've been, so this actually is, I didn't realize it was going bar for, back this far until I encountered the officer earlier uh, a couple months ago. Um, when you come down Elm Street, Mm-hmm. And you bank that right on the high street because bu- the, the the lane is an imposing bike lane. New Haven PD has made a bad habit of parking their uh, cop cars yeah. in that bike lane, both yeah. daytime, at daytime and nighttime, particularly at nighttime, with no lights on to try to use that as a speed trap. Yeah. The problem with that is that when you come down Elm, first of all, you have that huge like brick wall Boarding, bordering all of the residential property for the Yale dorms. Yep. So that creates a blind spot for that turn. Mm-hmm. So when you bank that right and a cop is parked there with no lights on at all, right, it's dangerous. then you're ending up on their, on the hood of their windshield. And they're right. doing it with their new fun black undercover oh, nice. traffic patrol vehicle, which is annoying. But so how do we, you like, how do you, how do you deal with the cops? Cause I mean, you're not, you're not in a position of power there. You know what I mean? Like. I mean, let's let's just say that's an illusion, actually. There are certain Connecticut general statutes that do allow citizens arrest of um, police officers and other parties, but we'll, we're not we're not there yet. Yeah, yeah so I was like, yeah, I mean, that might well be the case, but in my experience, the person with the gun and the badge usually has all yeah, the power. Yeah, that's a little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's look, 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 like look, I would look. love to live in a world where everybody's held accountable equally and laws are applied to everybody, but in my experiences, people with power often uh, abuse it slightly. I mean, not that not that they're not that all cops are bad. I don't want to say that. You know, but what the I mean? other not thing, all cops. The, no. the, the, the other <laughs> thing is too, and, and, and just that, most cops. No, and, no, that's, no. and that's one of the things that I like about the four of us is that. We have, we have a very large variety of day jobs and side jobs. Okay. Um, that what are all your day jobs? Um, Let's I talk about it. I do HR for a company that um, manages custodians for New Haven Public School. 
Okay, HR, interesting. I um, want to page you as that. When I'm not doing that, I have I run a marketing company and I will be teaching Arabic at a local mosque starting next Sunday. Oh, cool. Um, in a bunch of other projects that I'm working on. What is I've, the name of your marketing company? For Real Productions. For Real, and where can we find that? Um, online. Forward.productions.com. Forward.productions. No dot com. It's no dot com because apparently we're past dot com. There's like dot black dot com dot net and stuff. So I bought a dot us domain recently. Dot us is. Yeah. Hey, listen. I got a very common name. Okay. Like there's nothing I can do. Joshlevins.com is long. It's also cheaper though too, right? The dot us dot com. It's not that. It's just the the guy who owns it won't give it up. So yeah, it's like finding usernames. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's, if it's used up, it's used up. But yeah, but yeah, well, that that in our activism has also allowed us to have some pretty pretty good connections above officers' pay grades to contact people to sort of push our message along. Yeah. Okay. And then the other thing is like Sabir's mentioned before, the police see Sabir and mm-hmm. think that's a lot of paperwork. I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a number one training tool. Be a, be a stack of paperwork they don't want to deal with. That's right. Exactly. Use <laughs> <laughs> bureaucracy I mean, as your shield. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've we we've had some cops that um, actually do appreciate what we're doing, and some cops that actually are quite friendly with us. That's they'll, cool. they'll wave. They'll be like, "Yeah." Um, one um, a while ago, unknowingly, I think, hopefully unknowingly, like threw up a certain gang sign um, <laughs> at us, thinking he was being cool, but. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a straight up fellow kids situation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how do you do, fellow and we've kids? Called, and, we, and we've had to call the cops a couple of times. Don't get us yeah. wrong; like that's that's happened. I've had, I've had, I've been chasing the dark by pickup trucks while escorting somebody home. Oh god, I had no, to call the cops. Me and the cop ended up becoming friends because he also bikes and tried to race me on his time off one time. Okay. Um, another yeah. cop has, has helped us recover bikes that we've had stolen from us. Right. Um, in like less than forty eight hours, which is kind of unheard of in New Haven. Yeah. Right. So it's like you know. So so the goal isn't like, like attack the cops the goal isn't like we are against the cops it's not against anyone or anything or any party it's we're defending this group and whoever happens to you know be you know putting that group in danger be it cyclists um be it, be it cars be it like every now and then cops being dangerous mm-hmm. so our our goal isn't like to make an enemy out of a group to have a super villain i guess yeah. it's it's but just if the super villain who would the super villain god be? forbid we have one but if there, you there are one, real there are quote unquote it's hilarious real life super villains because sabir mentioned earlier the overall group of real life superheroes internationally um yeah. there are real life super villains apparently who just go online and troll and say, oh, you're doing dumb stuff. I'm the, I'm the so-and-so. I'm the, they make names for themselves. Oh, really? Yeah. It's hilarious. And they'll, um, they're just there to rain on people's parades um, digitally. But um, Yeah, I mean, I have a blog. I know. I've had some people say some very hurtful <laughs> things to me. Yeah. But they, they call themselves real-life supervillains. It's kind of funny. They don't do anything cool like Rob Anyone Banks, who so. calls himself a supervillain is almost certainly not a supervillain. I do mean, supervillains cool like usually, usually say either call themselves supervillains or they tell you they're master plan. So that's not yeah, <laughs> or on the no, but these people are just people living there. I mean, I I, I think yeah. what what we do, I don't think we're we're gonna run into that issue yeah, because no. it's every like everybody tries to say, oh, you guys do petty crime, it's not a big deal, you know. What do you guys? What difference are you guys gonna make? I'm like, well, at the end of the day, your department's understaffed, so Oof. somebody's got to pick it up. That's right. Yeah. All these New Haven cops leaving. So what what else? What other day jobs? What do you got? Mark, what do oh, you yeah. do? So um, I currently work um, at an engineering firm oh. um, out of Brantford. Um, oh. And uh, I was hired initially as a marketing consultant because when I worked for Sabir's company, Four Real Productions, that's with a four, 
real.productions. <laughs> I'm glad somebody's uh, willing to promote your marketing company hey. for you because you but, did a um, poor job with it. But, um, he, Samir uh, mentored me through that company as well, um, taught me how to do a little bit of graf- graphic design, data mm-hmm. management, um, and through that, um, at the Grove around the corner, oh, cool. is where it operated out of initially, it's not there anymore, mm-hmm. um, I made some contacts and I worked for a data science company. So I did nice. graphic design, data science for a while. I study engineering. Um, uh, through that experience um, and a bunch of activism experience and not-for-profit boards I used to be on, um, I gained that job So as a marketing consultant. So I was doing a lot mm-hmm. of marketing management there. Um, and then they provo- promoted me to sales engineer um, there because I'm an engineering student. So I know the ins and outs of the product we sell. Nice. Um, and I respond to inquiries. I don't go out knocking on doors. Yeah, but, um, I have a friend as a sales engineer. It sounds uh, horrible, but uh, <laughs> I like I, if you like it, yeah, that's Because um, <laughs> what's difficult about being a sales engineer is engineers are usually very technical with the math and the science, and that's their yeah, field. And that's not what, very that's what I am. I don't know if you know. Hey. Yeah. The sales part sounds so horrible. But the sales part yeah. um, is where you need to be uh, more appealing. You need to uh, know how to Ugh, talk to people. Um, so usually people who do sales don't really have the technical knowledge, um, and people who do engineering don't have really the HR knowledge that a salesman would have. So a sales engineer needs to have both. Yeah. But I really don't mind that. Um, it keeps me yeah. on my toes. Um, and the office is wonderful. So I yeah. do that. Um, I also um, work for a program at the New Haven Courthouse um, right here at Federal District 1 okay. um, called Project Youth Court. Uh, shameless plug coming up. Um, so we uh, take in... It'd um, be kind of fun if your plugs were full of shame, though. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Shameful plug coming up. But, um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we take in cases from both the New Haven PD um, mm-hmm. and New Haven Public Schools and now Hamden PD as well at Hamden Public Schools. Um, first time youth offenders um, in those school districts or towns, um, they don't have any offenses up to class um, D misdemeanors. Um, so the court... Um, is actually run by youth. So it's uh, New Haven Public Schools volunteers mm-hmm. and the jury, and then actual lawyers from the courthouse will mentor New Haven Public Schools youth um, on how to be lawyers and how to do the proceedings of the court. So the client is less anxi- anxious, yeah. and then um, the kids get actual legal experience. That's pretty They're sweet. bringing up evidence, they're making motions, they're doing all the courthouse proceedings. Nice. The only adult running that courthouse, um, the courtroom, I mean, sorry, is the judge. The judge is an actual judge. Oh, and the judge then, should um, also be a kid, that'd be great. <laughs> right? What a fun <laughs> court that would be. Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> But no, it's uh, it's great for the kids. And then we have clients um, who got in trouble, who got their restorative contract. That's the point of it, to get a restorative contract, not to mm-hmm. lock you up. So our cases would go to us instead of the juvenile review board so that um, they focus on reviewing, um, reviewing what they did, um, repairing the damage done to the community or like vandalism or to the person, the party involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll get a restorative contract which has community service mm-hmm. or um, repairing the damage done or um, volunteering somewhere. Um, and then they'll actually come back to us and say, hey, I really liked what you guys did here. Can I get involved? Yeah. And then now we have kids who have been here for a few years um, while they've been in high school as lawyers who used to be clients. Wow. So they got in trouble, got into the legal system, but got a second chance because they got to refer yeah. to this program instead of the Juvenile Review Board. I can see the made-for-TV movie coming right now. It's like <laughs> some but it's a, singing along. It's great. <laughs> but it's a wonderful process. And it's not just a slap on the wrist. So yeah. um, I do that. And then I also work for um, the custodial company that Sabir mentioned um, at night, oh. um, working, uh, cleaning New Haven Public Schools. Does anybody here not have four jobs? Like, what's the... <laughs> That's the new American dream. You didn't know? Oh, yeah, us la- lazy I, millennials, yep. you know? Lazy, so yeah. lazy. Work five jobs and live in the same house like Meredith Gray. And, um. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Phil? What do you do? Um, I make educational content online about music history, music theory, and I also run a company that does contract graphic design work for 
Uh, we do like album art and music industry. We make music videos, music documentaries, uh, just general graphic design. Cool. Do you also have like a, do you want to talk about your YouTube thing or no? Uh, I mean, not really. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I don't necessarily. It's two worlds that wouldn't mix yeah. particularly that well. That is fine. Yeah. yeah. Cool. What about you, Anonymous? Do you want to discuss your personal life at all or no? He's a custodian. Okay. Yeah, he works cool. at the same custodial company. Cool. And Uber and, Eats. All right. Oh yeah, Uber yeah, Eats. Yeah, that's, that's, that's and the apparently thing. the fastest cyclist in the East. So that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah he's that's oof. one of them. Yeah. Nice. So he'll get your food. Who's to you faster, are you anonymous or severe? Oh, that's. I'd say. It depends on how much traffic there is. Oh, we're interesting. Because <laughs> so I love. Or if it's Ramadan. I well, uh. it depends. <laughs> if you're catching me right before or right after, you know I have to start fasting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he walks signs, keeps going. I don't think anybody heard that because it was like, yeah, no well, basically, he's good at riding, flying through when there's a walk signal. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, All but right. uh, if he hits a person every now and then, rule is uh, 10 points for hitting Yaley. No, that's <laughs> not yeah. the rule. That's not the rule. <laughs> obviously, Yale's over 20. Don't be really good. <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah, you lose points for Gateway because those kids are trying to hustle and make it. Good point, yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> the logic you guys have is concerning. I went to public school. I went to UConn. So, like, you know, I have, like, it, I well, the wore, party school. I guess, yeah. I don't I was, oh, in, I was in computer science and engineering, so I was doing very little party. You know what they did when it snowed? Yeah, I they mean, they took sure. all the snow from the parking lot for the basketball court mm -hmm. and dumped it in front of the library so we couldn't use the library. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I grew up in that neck of the woods, so I mean, I, you know, those antics are. Uh... So, what's everybody's favorite? Uh, do you guys all ride the same style of bike? Like, what's the situation? Like, uh... um, it yeah. depends on the day. Yeah, I usually. I like riding my um, Mountain City hybrid bike because okay. um, it's nice and durable. So if mm -hmm. I get hit by a car, my bike will be fine. Yeah. Um, but it's still faster than my first bike was um, a steel mountain bike that I got off of Craigslist for 20 bucks, right? It sounds great, right? It's a dream, yeah. But the catch was it could never shift down. So even uphills okay. and whatnot, I was on the highest gear, and that's yeah. how I got um, thighs thick enough that the Bluetooth signal on the boombox doesn't go through to my phone in my pocket. Nice. <laughs> you hear that, ladies? Thick thighs and a pretty oh my face. So, <laughs> oh my you God. just email me at Josh at Listen, I'm just here to bring people together, uh, whatever the pretext You're is. Get him not, in trouble. Uh, <laughs> are you married or uh, in a long-term relationship? I'm, um, sorry. I'm in a long-term relationship, okay. yeah. I apologize. <laughs> I didn't mean to blow up. Sorry, ladies friends. and guys. And guys. Most yeah. offers are from guys. So. Okay. Well, I mean, hey, nothing wrong with that. For me, I'll take flattery from anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> you know? I'm more into the ladies, but, uh, you know, hey, I'll never turn out a, I mean, a compliment. Chris Evans, though. I mean, everybody, sure, everybody yeah. has the one guy, you know. Oh, there's more than one. Yeah, but, yeah sure. Captain America. Uh, what about everybody else? Phil, what's your, what's your bike? I mean, I know you just find bikes on the side of the road. Yeah. AKA, <laughs> I, and other did people's, you find that blue one? Really? AKA or did other, you buy that? Somebody else's backyard. I just bought my my first ever bike that I bought. Oh. It's my second bike that I've been riding all the time. Mm -hmm. It's a road bike, so it's not as agile, but it's pretty yeah. fast. Um I also previously rode a bike that was stuck in one of the highest gears. Oh, um, nice. Yes. Very common problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Nice workout. That's how you get thick thighs, if that's what you're into. <laughs> Welcome to Josh's thick thigh corner. 
thick uh, Callers, just yeah. let us know how you get thick Pant thighs. Pant sizes is, <laughs> a, is, a, is an issue. Send pictures. Lord knows. Send pictures. Please do not send pictures. I <laughs> don't need any more weird spam. <laughs> it's great until yeah. your parents tell you, you need to stop biking so much. This is looking weird. Yeah. This is <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest form of disapproval ever. Like, I just, think last year was like the first year I was like, I had to go through pants because my my pants size just kept going up. Yep. And I'm just like, yeah. this is stupid. Yeah, do you have like, yeah. special pants for having thick ass thighs? Because like, I mean, I don't even think of a thigh measurement when I buy a pair of jeans. But it's so, it's know. less about that. It's more yeah. about getting a fabric that won't wear when you ride. Exactly. Because oh, if you yeah. don't get wear active wear, well, yeah, if you don't get active wear material, yeah, the the material will wear and you'll just randomly get holes in your clothes and it's yeah. horrible. I yeah. mean, yeah, even the jeans I wear regularly from J Crew, like um, th- I have. Whoa, like, J Crew. Okay, buddy, no need. Lord <laughs> over I got it on sale. Whoa. They're only like twenty bucks. We had like yeah. coupons and whatnot. I Swiss never buy tech, full tech. Swiss tech is way better. I'm yes. sorry, but um, the ones I have um are not so they're they're good weight because they go by most jeans go by waist and length, right? But they mm-hmm. don't go by thigh thickness, so it's like hard to move my knees and whatnot. You have to get yeah. active wear, like Sabir said. Like Uniqlo has really good stretch jeans that okay. are really awesome. So you have to get active wear. Yeah, Cannondale okay. also makes good pants. But Cannondale okay. makes pants. They wait. They make rain pants that are waterproof. Basic? It's amazing. Intr- yeah, I've been. Well, this is their bicycle pants. So technically, yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're not just making a fashion line. But yeah, but they're, but they're okay. amazing. I, I need I, to get some rain pants. Yeah, mm. rain. Especially. Yeah. Because I don't usually ride in the rain, but uh, you better get used to it. It might rain next couple of days. Yeah, yeah, I take the bus to the rains. That's it. You know. Plus, I get to hear people on the bus talk about bus problems, which is oh, pretty yeah. wild. Yeah. It's yeah. good inspiration for comedy. You oh, know, true. Listen on the buses. People got some fun, fun problems. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I actually just got my first commuter bike recently because I've been. I had a couple road bikes and uh, I enjoyed them, but I was kind of like. I don't know. I I wanted to like ride upright, and I got a commuter bike, and I love it. Like it's mm. so nice to be able to like. I just feel like so much more chill on it to be able to like look yeah. around, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, like, I don't know. Road bike just feels so like serious and like, yeah. it's great for getting somewhere, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily great for just like enjoying your sure. ride. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, in a different way, I guess. Also, so. it depends on how you personally modify your bike, but that's, that's, yeah, that's a little beyond you. my scope, you know. That's, that's up to you. <laughs> so, all right. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we play some games? Anything you feel that we missed? Um, Spears always playing games. This is this is they're not like fun games. They're really just interview question. I games. mean, we are we all we we legit always play games. Um, what's your game? I heard Call of Duty. That Call of Duty. Yeah, that's yeah. uh, I'm that's a sucker for Star Wars games, especially the old ones. Our game was like racist jokes against me. No, <laughs> not necessarily. Yeah, the Maniac's printer ran out of ink. Sabir's dark. I'm medium. Phillips. Uh, not medium. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> not medium. Nice. White chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Hey, sometimes sometimes we go out and grab pizza and it turns into a show. Imagine, <laughs> imagine four this, people going. Imagine four people in body armor going to grab pizza. Are, are we the Ninja Turtles now? Uh, not nah. <laughs> nice. Who's who's pizza Raphael? Dude. That was my jam. I don't know who Raphael would Raphael, be. Um, we should we should Jesus, yeah, we I, should get bandanas over our eyes. Yeah, <laughs> we have another group, but um, yeah. Oh, is so, there another one? Yeah, we have a few others. We have few. Oh, others. okay. But, um, so how big of a how big of a group do you eventually want to be? Like, hopefully, we'll hit ten by August. Ten by August. Yeah, nice. Hopefully, we'll get ten by. If we get ten by August, that'll be awesome because um, it'll help level out the riding schedule. Okay. <laughs> nice. It's like a legit schedule. Oh right, yeah, because you like ride what Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I ride anytime I get off day. work. Every day. Every day. Anytime I get off work. Yeah. And, which kind of is crazy because I work in Hamden, so I'm like. Do you not have like a oh, family? Man. You have to like. 
This you is my family. family. This, is <laughs> this is my family. Uh-huh. I moved out five years ago, so I moved out. Got my own apartment like when I was like twenty one. Okay. Mandy Management. If you can get away from them, yeah. run the other direction, all the way the other direction. I mean, shade. you can't say anything about Mandy Management that a million people have not already said. I know. Like, <laughs> it's probably it's like a negative five star rating on it. Yeah, on nobody hears it. I heard they like, had mob ties, but I'll leave that alone. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. When, I know uh, Joker's Wild used to be mob run. Oh. Yeah. So if you're ever curious, read, listen to, to the. Well, it's closed, so, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it reopened, it'd probably mob run. But, uh, yeah, listen to the Joker's Wild episode of the podcast if you ever want to hear about how the mob ran Joker's Wild. It's pretty cool. <laughs> hear that people the, tune in. What does the New Haven mob do? Buy fireworks or something? I'm not sure. I don't know, <laughs> yeah, the mob. You know. They I mean, just... soon that'll be us, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> wow, Ooh. nice. No spoilers, game. no spoilers. Long game. All right, so gang, first gang. game we want to play is called Steal Something. And the way it works is you basically steal something from another city, whether it be the U.S., wherever, that you would love to see in New Haven. So some things we've talked about are like the Philip High Line in bikes. Brooklyn. Not bikes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you can already steal bikes yeah, in New Haven. We don't need more bicycle <laughs> yeah, thieves God. here. Yeah. This po- we got it covered. New Haven's fine. Yeah, get out, Philip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or like resources and things. Just like anything. Like uh, I, a lot of, we've mostly been kind of like not like tourist attractions, but just cool features of other yeah. cities that you would like be interested in that you think might work. Like we've talked about, you know, like I don't know if you've been to like Burlington, Vermont, but they have like a kind of pedestrian only like Main Street. So it's like all like cool restaurants just hanging out and like there's nobody's allowed to like drive through. And it's like it, it gives a nice chill. Oh. You know what I mean? When you said Burlington, Vermont, I thought you meant weed. Okay. Like yeah. Weed. Uh yeah, I mean we would be great, sure. But uh obviously our politicians are we're not ready for that, but we're ready. Our politicians are not. It's actually pretty broad support in in Connecticut, but uh I don't want to get into it anyway. We'll get we'll get we'll get legal weed, get extra money and still misspend it. But Oh we'll definitely spend it, but (laughs) at least it won't be on enforcing stupid laws. But anyway, I don't want to get all political. (laughs) So anyway anyway got an answer for this? Steal some something from you know the beer or um if we could, if we could, I can go. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Idea. I, yeah, I, go I, I think about urban planning all the time. So, Burlington's oh, right, pedestrian only street is cool. Too cool, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in Philly, they have the street, the light rails that go down the street with the cars and pedestrians and bikes mm-hmm. and all that, which is pretty cool. Um, New Haven could probably put down like two miles of track, definitely. Yeah, so you could wave at all the peasants driving and biking. Nice. So, like, yeah. like a trolley situation? Um, It's not really a trolley. It's basically the same size as a bus it's really quiet mm-hmm. they have rails embedded in the ground and mm-hmm. the cars just drive alongside or oh. behind and all that um mm. it's pretty cheap too i think it's like a dollar something like that cool oh uh, yeah not to build it's a ride i was like to build it is the cheapest uh rail system though because you okay. don't put anything down except just rails on the street right um, you're not putting anything above the street or below it as far as i i believe that at some point new haven did have that something like that, but I hmm. cannot speak to I've that. But a heard former that guest, too. what had a trolley? Some sort of I've light rail. That. I yeah. don't exactly remember, but some, yeah, we did. That's, that's 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 what the bus system is based off of an old trolley system. Yeah, the, that's the why bus. they had to redo it to numbers because they also changed the routes and. I think and Trish from the Forty Hour Film Project. I think she mentioned having the light rail, but I don't remember. So many guests, so many great times here on the Between Two Rocks podcast, folks. Uh. So anybody else got a fun idea you would like to see for another city? Uh, yeah. Um, so I believe it's from Denmark. Um, and the way, just the layout of the roads they have there. So they mm-hmm. have the cars, yep. and then they have the parked cars. And yep. then they have the bike lane protected by the parked cars. Mm-hmm. And then they have the sidewalk. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. And it encourages a lot of people to uh, to use their bikes more. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I was actually really in awesome. I was in Copenhagen very recently and Ooh. it was like it was like biking paradise. Like it was like perfect cuz wow. like they have bike lanes everywhere, but it's like not like I, I went to Copenhagen and I went to Amsterdam and Amsterdam was like I don't know has anybody been to Amsterdam? It's no, fucking It's insane though. Like they because everybody cycles and there's basically no cars downtown and there's wow. no traffic lights, you just have to always be aware that you're going to get hit by a bike if you're not like looking. You know oh, what okay. I mean? Cuz it's just like it's constant. So it's like it's mm. almost like too much. I was like holy shit, like this is like you really can't just like relax and you know what I mean? So it's like it, it was interesting. Like Copenhagen was like a kind of a perfect situation where it's like they got the bike lanes, but there's like, it's a little more spread out. It's a mm. little like less dense where you just feel like everybody's biking everywhere. And like in Amsterdam, they're like, if you're in the way, they're fucking pissed at you. Like they're mm. not like fucking mm. around. You know oh, what wow. I mean? So like Copenhagen is a little more relaxed. So I was like a bigger, I always imagine Amsterdam as like really relaxed and chill for probably. Yeah. You would reasons. think. And, but it's just like, because downtown Amsterdam is like such a big tourist area. Oh, true. And yeah. then there's like a lot of people who are just like trying to get to work or whatever. And they're like, get the fuck out of the way. And they're like, stop. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I get that, but it's like, it's intense. Wow. Like if you ever get out there and honestly, you can like uh, scotch cheap flights, just sign up for that shit. I think the flight was like 450 bucks. So it's not that outrageous. Maniacs you know out I mean? in Copenhagen? Back yeah. around? Yeah. Uh, Copenhagen's a little more expensive. Yeah. Copenhagen's a little... Or Amsterdam? An- Amsterdam is more doable for whatever reason. So mm-hmm. get out there and see the world, folks. We'll bike it's to not Am- that we'll bike, bike to Copenhagen. It's pretty expensive. There you go. You know. I think we need, get an indo- we need an indoor cycling track or in- or indoor roller derby in New Haven. Ooh. That's- mm, interesting. I feel like somebody was just pitching an indoor cycling track we over... indoor cycling. I heard... I, I, I've heard about that? talks like, about like, it over over near Quinnipiac. I've heard about that. I thought I thought I heard about it over like in like over on like River Street area, like over in like uh Fairhaven. Like somebody was pitching the idea. Yeah, that's over yeah, that's, that's we're talking about the same area. Oh, I see. I see. You weren't talking about Quinnipiac University. No, Quinnipiac Avenue. The, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no nah, man, not Hamden. Not nah, <laughs> Hamden. We don't give a fuck about Hamden around here. That's not that's not what this is about. I mean, listen, Hamden Hamden keeps the roads clear when it snows, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> New Haven, it's like, yeah, the the road's not clear. We just have like a one inch thick, smooth layer of snow. Yeah, I mean, I just think have a New Haven competition here. They yeah. use they they use it to fill the potholes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Anonymous? You got any ideas? Steal something? No, he's gonna take a little nap over there. All right, strong, <laughs> silent type. All right, that's cool. Uh, so the next game we like to play, last game we're gonna play because I didn't want to play the fuck Mary Kill because I couldn't think of anything that wouldn't make everybody super uncomfortable. So, uh, <laughs> oh, severe. This game, this game is <laughs> called Mayor for a Day. And oh, basically, the way it works God. is, um, if you if I gave you a million bucks, no strings attached, you you have to spend it like on just one thing though. You know what I mean? Like, what would you spend it on? You don't have to worry about like alder approval or any of that. You know, oversight. Just like, what would you do? You know, a million dollar grant or you know anything. Like we've had some very silly ideas. Don't you know? I pitched a roller coaster over the green, which obviously is not doable with a million dollars. But you know, be fun. Mayor Abdusabur. Wow, I'm not running for office. I can't do that. But I mean, these, I don't think these are real ideas. Yeah. Slash, and I would hope that that's what a lot of people say. Nobody would hold it against you. Every joke is based upon a hidden truth. That was, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's just patently false. <laughs> Depending on who you talk to. Yeah. I, uh, I, oh my god, I, I don't know why this makes me think of it. I was dating this girl, and I was like, I'm done with white girls, and she's like, what? She was white, and I was just like, I'm just kidding. She's like, there's truth in every joke. I'm like, there was no truth in that joke. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
But it's just like, no. Like, I just. <laughs> Gotta get on the train. is full of. I mean, I like, you know, I like people of all colors. You know what I mean? All I'm, I'm willing to disappoint people of any ethnic. <laughs> it's fine. Oh. Like, I don't. <laughs> uh, I'm not single, ladies. So don't even try. No. Oh, yeah. my God. I know I'm coming off real sexy. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, million bucks. Uh, let's get off that idea. <laughs> <laughs> million Mayor bucks. for a day. What, what would you do? Like, you can know. We, can we pave every pothole? With a million dollars? You, you could probably, yeah. I mean, it's a boring answer, but it would be, you know. Just imagine. Just imagine. Just imagine. Just nah, too unrealistic, man. <laughs> too unrealistic. Yeah. Okay, you're right. That, that's so much yeah. The roller coaster is one Mine's thing. Potholes. <laughs> two yeah, pave two well, potholes yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, mine. You could run New Haven Public Schools for 30 minutes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. That sounds, a lot on that. That, that. that sounds like an administrative salary. But... But oh, no. I was blaming the teachers. I just want to be clear. Oh. Um, I think I think with a million bucks for New Haven, mm-hmm. I think um, honestly, I think it, it it would be to increase the wage of the jobs that matter. Okay, I feel like uh, police officers and teachers are both very important underpaid professions in yeah. New Haven in particular, mm-hmm. um, which is why we have a lot of cops leaving, going to other towns, but that's yeah. a different conversation. That's a very common problem in America. Just um, urban environments tend to have underpaid public servants. Well, there's also people say, oh, there's other factors that go into play. Like every time bullets go through a bus uh, shelter, how much it costs to replace the bus shelter. When we smash through these signs and we have to replace them, how much it costs for that, and how that screws up the transportation budget and sort of slows improve yeah. people make all kinds of excuses yeah. but you know what as a city that's our job yeah. i mean you can't yeah you i can't. mean it's complicated because there's like property taxes and all that mm. like it's all but it doesn't make it like okay yeah, yeah. So you know what i mean i mean and and, and no point do 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 but parents don't don't go. Oh, you broke your phone. Yeah. No food for a month. You ate into the food budget. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you, I think I know. You parents figure like that. it out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's like that's like right. the same idea. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. What about you? I definitely right. go to, uh, and I've definitely seen a lot more initiatives like trying to get started up lately. But I've definitely um, make more playgrounds and parks okay. because a lot of the um, the very unfortunate. Um, gang and youth violence that I've seen in New Haven haven't been in that um, field uh, youth outreach for a long time mm-hmm. in my community activism. I definitely want to give them something to do, somewhere to be mm-hmm. instead of, because when they have nothing to do during the summertime, which is when a lot of stuff goes down, yeah. um, you know, they're going to they're gonna find something, that, they're going to f- start a fight, they're going to find some beef to start. Yeah. But if they're, you know, just if they have a common place, something in common to go to, just something to, hang to do out. to occupy themselves. I've seen I've yeah. seen kids in my neighborhood teach each other how to ride bikes and how to fix up bikes and mm-hmm. how to you know when they have a place to do that because um, over in Cedar Hill mm-hmm. there's a park um, overlooking Rice Field. There's a yeah. playground there, and then there's another um, basketball court looking over Rice Field too, right by East Rock. Yeah. So they hang out there all the time. They're very buddy buddy, and any conflict they have is resolved in their friends group because they have those places yeah. that they bonded in. Mm-hmm. But if they're just getting upset at each other and then going home, that's going to fester. So mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of um, a lot of community violence, a lot of disagreements, and a lot of stuff that blows up wouldn't get as big if they had just something in common, some kind of communal area. And you know what? Actually, I would bring back the Q House. 
Okay. That, well, they're, they're working on it, supposedly. Like, yeah. It's, it's I happening. Hope so. Yeah. I really yeah. hope that that gains a lot of ground. I think it got funded. I don't know. Like, last I heard they were rebuilding it. So That's that great. Was, yeah. yeah. So I would definitely um, focus on like, and it was a lot more like two hundred fifty. Just think about how long it took for them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, true, true. Just but think about how long it took for them to knock it down, and how long it might oh, take for. Oh them no, to yeah, it. yeah, I wouldn't. Let's just, uh, let's just remember. What was your breath? What are you anonymous? You got anything you want to add to this, or? You're good. All right, that's fine. What's uh, the What's the Q house? It's a good community. Oh, yeah, that's center, right. Like these guys are some of these guys are babies. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't around New Haven, but I'm aware of it just from reading the news. It was a it was it was a community center that was on Dixwell the Avenue across from, across from um, the Stetson Library. Okay. Provided a lot of like after school programs. It gives to. gives kids an option to like, get involved and do shit that maybe keeps them out of trouble or whatever. Exactly. You know what I mean, so yeah. all right. Well, we're about that time. So uh, before we go, I'm just anybody want to pitch something like a website? Check out MassManiacs.com. MassManiacs, okay. Maniacs with an X. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll also be doing a. We'll, we'll also be starting back up our own podcast and YouTube station soon. Do not the, check out that. No, don't called, even. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> the Mini series. Basically, what we'll be doing is we'll be talking about um, just different issues that happen that fall under sort of our parameters of Track Patrol and Cop Watch, mm-hmm. and also releasing our own body cam footage of stuff that we see out and about in the city. Oh shit! To hold police officers and other citizens accountable for their driving. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! And I definitely want to driving. Definitely want to plug um, Project Youth Court, uh, which is run right uh, out of the courthouse here um, at projectyouthcourt.org. That's all in one word. And um, we do really great work, and we'd love to see uh, less kids just getting straight up locked up. Um, and and I would really see more kid chance. judges. You know? <laughs> Come <laughs> yeah. on, let's get Yeah, what's next? Kid presidents? And, yeah, I love that. More I mean, that would be an improvement. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we basically have one already. We do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is basically what it is. But, yeah. So okay. we're all for the community here, here at Mass Maniacs. And, uh, yeah. I would not like to plug anything. Please don't look me up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nice. So in absence of him, you can check out 4Real Productions at number 4real.productions. And cool. check out everything that we do. And I am hosting a comedy show uh, this upcoming Friday, the 21st, at Art Plus Studio. It is $10, but it does include wine and snacks. Uh, I got a few comics from Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut. It should be a good time to come out. And as always, check out BetweenTwoRocks.com, which I assume you've heard of, and I otherwise have no idea how you found this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, everybody, for coming. Thank you guys Thanks so much for, for talking you. about your stuff. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Busy people. Lotsy alleys, Worcester hipsters, and fat up townies. We have more than pizza in common. With two rocks for bookends. New Haven, New Haven, New Haven. Between two rocks. Ba-da-da-da. Ba-da-da-da. Ba-da-da-da.